Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. we doing here now we're free falling that's the state of the patriots what's up next the one that was on like uh remember the old americans uh then i had a bad day we just did that one. Oh, uh, yeah sorry. that was the one we did with that was the other myers oh, yes okay you guys are just always the guys behind the glass that's bullies we got nice guys in front of the microphone andy hart and Kyrie thompson from weei.com here in the six rings post game show trying not to bully trying not to bully Ramondre Stevenson or Jacoby Myers after the debacle that was the final play of the game in Las Vegas. Patriots tied 24-24 with the Raiders when Ramondre Stevenson's draw turned into, turns into one of those end-of-game lateral plays, tosses it through Jacoby Myers, who then tries to throw way across the field back to Mac Jones, picked off, hauled in by Chandler Jones, return, touchdown, the Raiders win. The Raiders win the game, and the Patriots are left. As Bill Belichick put it in his uh, post-game press conference, which had one cut-and-paste answer that was used more often than others. There was a mistake on the play. Mistake on the play. Mistake on the play. Hey, Bill, um, quick, quick question. Andy Hart, WEI.com. I'm in the back, way in the back. I'm actually still in Boston, so you can't see me. Um, who's responsible around here when there are mistakes on plays? Could you remind me of that? Well, you know, if it doesn't go well, you know, blame me. I am. Bill, Bill, Andy Hart again. I'd like to blame you because uh, you just kicked away a game that should not have been lost. And as our callers have brought up, it would be very interesting if this were NASCAR. You know in NASCAR they let you listen into the like the pit crew mm, driver yeah. microphone? It would be very interesting to hear what was passed along to Mac Jones in the offensive huddle from Matt Patricia, Bill Belichick, Joe Judge, and whoever else gets to talk on those little sideline communication devices before the final play. And I know Jacoby Myers is falling on a sword and saying, I tried to do too much. But why were you given the opportunity to do too much? And and this is is the thing that kept sticking with me when Mac Jones was saying, well, you know, it was a coaching decision. And I get, you know, that they are trying to kind of protect each other. They don't want to throw anybody (laughs) under the bus here. At the same time, they, they showed this play in the studio, and I watched it back, and I'm thinking to myself, if Ramondre Stevenson was told, under no circumstances put the ball in harm's way, don't, don't lateral, don't do any of that stuff, if he was told that, I don't think he goes rogue. No chance. And, and the fact that Jacoby Myers takes that ball, and maybe he was somewhat just trailing the play just in case it was possible, but the fact that he then l- runs backwards and then is like, oh, Max back there. I'm going to go ahead and throw. 
that was not set up. Nothing to, to me that was not set up. That was not planned. They were not ready to do that. And his play was a panic play. So that tells me that they were probably not told in the huddle under no circumstances lateral this football just get down and let's go to overtime they they were not told that because you would think that if they were told that you would not have seen that play and so then who do you blame for that bill belichick yes because well sort of matt patricia because technically yes he's the offensive coordinator he's the play caller he's the voice but we have all a bad position he's a defensive coach who may not have every single aspect of end of game offensive execution under his hat and bill belichick i watch a lot of games bill belichick he has a headset with a microphone and a little box down here where he can figure out who he wants and to he's communicate standing with. very often right over by matt patricia indeed so it's like especially you're always prepared especially, situational football himself especially during that stoppage of play you literally could have just you didn't have to do it over the headset you could have just told it right to him right there you could have done that and and again we've I'm going to be blunt about this. We've already seen that Matt Patricia does not know how to coach offensive football. Correct. Okay? Whether you're talking about play design, play calling, situational, what have you. We, we already know this. Okay? But this is where you're looking at Bill Belichick. Like, okay, people are saying, oh, yeah, what if Bill Belichick took over the play calling? Or what if he took over a, a bigger role? What makes you think he would do a better job? Because he has not been doing a better job. He, he has not been helping this situation at all. Uh, yeah, I agree. And just I want to get back to your Ramondre Stevenson, Jacoby Myers point, because we talked about it earlier. Not only are they the two best, most consistent players yeah. on the offense, they're probably two of the most trustworthy, accountable. You don't hear a bad word from any teammates about them. In fact, in terms of Ramondre Stevenson, I have never heard the kind of praise that I've heard from Matthew Slater about his development as a young player yeah. and the way he grew every day last year. So that guy getting that praise under that lens of the, watching him, Matthew Say, Slater saying all those things, and that you look guy at, and you is look going to the, ignore the order and just say, go rogue? Yeah. And just, oh, nope, I know he said don't do this, but I think I'm, I it's going to be a good idea. I don't believe No it. chance. So either it. he wasn't told or he was actually told... If you get a and, chance and laterally. He, and he disobeyed. Yeah, yes, yes. He may have been told that. It may either they didn't tell him not to or they wanted them to lateral it. Yes. One or the other. But it falls on the coaches. This is another example in a year filled with examples where we can point to coaching, play calling, issues from the sideline that are hindering the on-field performance directly. Forget yeah. about talent, how good you are. Are you good enough to beat this team, that team, stars, whatever. The coaching is once again hindering the performances on the football field by the players. Yes. That's the reality. Yes, it is. And even as I'm thinking about it right now, I just the way he was running with the football, that seemed like a I'm going to try and get as many yards out of this as possible and then oh, the journey's almost over, panic. I I don't I just don't think that was set up. You I know when you panic? When you're not prepared. They always say that like yes. you're in the military, you're not tougher, smarter. You just fall back on your training. You've prepared for this. You prepare for this. You prepare for this. So you go into the situation. Your body, your mind, your soul, everything knows what's to do because I've done this a million times on some base somewhere preparing for this moment. When you're not prepared, guess what happens? Panic. You panic and then you make mistakes. And it wasn't at a disco. No. <laughs> oh, my God. That was bad, huh? Yeah, it was pretty Was bad. that worse than the Patriots game? No, it wasn't. I'm, no. better, I'm better than the Patriots hey, right now. One step ahead. 617-779-7937. Let's go back to the phone lines. Let's sneak in. Paul from Rhode Island, and he wants to talk about Jacoby Myers and the final play that killed the day. Listen, thank you for taking my call. 
Andy Hart, you know I'm a state shooter, right? Yes. Okay, here we go. Somebody didn't go to church this morning, okay? And somebody's Me. full of sin. Oh, somebody else. Okay? Me too. Okay. Now, <laughs> shame on Jacoby. Uh, shame on Mr. Myers that he did this, okay? Because he's an ex-quarterback. You know what? Shame on Mac that he did, couldn't embrace two pair of legs, okay, at the end of the at the end of this play. Now, we needed this win more than the Raiders did, okay? What I found is somebody loves Josh McDaniels, okay? And so we <laughs> all, we all, I don't want to say the word fix. Oh, I'm sorry, I have to. Oh, boy. Why? Why did you do this? Okay, you love the guy? Go play for him. And, you, and Myers, go play for him. I'll take Derek, Derek Carr, okay? Wait a minute. Goodbye. Quick question. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we are, we are, we are now. Who, who, who fixed ahead. the game? The players or Belichick? Did Belichick gift the game to McDaniels, or did Jacoby Myers and the players gift the game to McDaniels, their former H, uh, offensive coordinator? Mr. M- Mr. Jacoby Myers. Oh, get out of here, Paulie. I've had enough exactly. of you. I will not take that kind of comment about Jacoby Myers on this airwaves. I mean, look, we, we got some wild stuff. if Bill was giving him the J- game. J- Jacoby fixed the game, and this is now the second person blaming Mac Jones for not tackling Chandler Look, man, I'm sorry. What are we doing? That is the last situation that Mac Jones should be put in. He's a quarterback. He's not supposed to be tackling people, especially not 270-pound defensive ends. You're going to be mad at him for not making that play? That's a guy really? who is That's a what we're going to blame him for. pick, versatile defense. He's one of the better athletes in the NFL. Mac Jones was 13 of 31, and we haven't Ooh, talked about that at enough. all. That is being – people are blaming him for not making a defensive play at the end of the game there. We need to talk about him not doing his job. I was going to say his real job is to complete more than 13 passes when he throws – what do they call that? Like a palindrome or whatever? 31 of them. Holy ineptitude. And look, I know. 112 yards. And that's over four <laughs> quarters. That's not like his first quarter total. My God. And it only led to, that's like four yards per attempt. And it's terrible. And you know what? I know there were drops. 3.6 yards per attempt. That's not a, good when you not, run. Not even for so look, I know there Holy were drops. Moses. I know I know that there were there were plays that were not made out there. I know he got hit a couple of times, but brother, I'm sorry, he was bad today. He was yeah, bad. Let's which, let's keep let's keep you know, it a buck. Means he was a patriot because everybody, everybody, in my opinion, bad. who had a Patriots logo on them was bad today. Unless we, your name was Ramondre Stevenson, and even then, <laughs> you're lumped into ah! that whole final play of the game that cost you the game, and we're not sure exactly where it all went. Oh, so wrong. Patriots lose thirty to twenty four in Las Vegas. Fall to seven and seven. This is the Six Rings post-game show here on WEEI. We will get back to the phones with Steve, Kelly, Dave, Steve. Ooh, multiple Steves. Love it. 617-779-7937. Continuing to commiserate after the worst loss of the season for the Patriots. The station that talks to the coach and the QB every week and has three reporters at Gillette all season long. The exclusive home for Patriots Monday and Friday. The colors are silver, blue, and E-E-I, New England Sports Original. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Raiders only have three up by the line of scrimmage. Mac Jones hands it off on a draw to Ramondre Stevenson. Breaks out of a tackle at the 50. Has the 45. Breaks away from another tackle. Pitches it backwards. And now Jacoby Myers spinning around. He throws it to Chandler Jones in midfield. And a step forward. Chandler Jones racing towards the end zone. It scores! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I can't believe what I just saw! Again! I can't believe what I just saw! This is unbelievable! <laughs> wow! On the first night of Hanukkah, it's a miracle in Las Vegas! Chandler Jones picks off a lateral! And the Raiders win 30-24. to 24. They apparently... A Hanukkah uh, miracle! Chandler Jones just presented the first gift of Hanukkah to Raider Nation. That was the call on the Raiders radio network. Wow. And I got to tell that play-by-play guy, life is really going to be looking up when he hits puberty. There are some fun <laughs> times coming for him that may even be better than football, but that's one of the great... Reminds me of that Kirk Cousins thing. You, you see that from a couple of years ago? Where Kirk Cousins was uh, checking at the line of scrimmage, he's like, hut, hut, hut. "Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's it, it's tremendous." This is the Six Rings post game show here. It's like just like that, he turned fifteen on live television. It, it was it was tremendous. Uh, Six Rings post game show on WEI here in your best yet brand studio, breaking down the worst yet loss of the season for your New England Patriots, thirty to twenty four on that play that you just heard when Jacoby Myers tried to lateral the ball to Mac Jones, Chandler Jones hauled it in, returned it, touchdown. The Raiders win, the Patriots lose, fall to 7-7, seven and seven, and we are left to deal with the, the aftermath of an unexpected petering out of this football team on this day when they had come back. They started poorly. Don't get me wrong. The end was bad. Beginning wasn't so great either. In the middle, there was a little section there where they actually made enough plays. Kyle Duggar with a pick six of Derek Carr returned 13 yards. Yes, only 13 yards. It was a terrible throw and a terrible decision sideways backed up near his own goal line. But they had an opportunity. They were at 24-24, ready to go to overtime. And then the gift of Hanukkah gave to the Raiders and took it from the Patriots. And Bill Belichick, who was left post-game at the podium to say nothing more than Kyrie Thompson... Mistakes were made on the play. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I guess. Yeah, we saw that a couple times. I guess technically we are expert analysts, but um, we could see that. Why were yeah. those mistakes made? Those are the questions we are asking. And where do you go to get football answers other than Nick Fitzy Stevens, fresh <laughs> off a few beers at Allegiant Stadium, where the Raiders beat the Patriots? Fitzy, how did you get out of there alive? Cancel everything. Cancel Hanukkah. Cancel Christmas. Cancel the rest of the season. I have seen the worst anything I have ever seen in the history of everything. 
My soul is gone. My everything is torched. You guys have no idea what it was like to be inside. I'm sorry I was even there in the first place. You have no idea what it was like to be inside that stadium uh, to see Matt, that, that freaking pass, Jacoby Myers throw that pass across the field to, of all people, Chandler Jones, when the Patriots had been mounting a comeback against the team that you guys know blew more fourth-quarter leads than any other team, not just this season, in the history of the NFL. The Patriots fans, you can hear the tram going over ahead of me now. If You may hear a Raiders chant break out at any given moment in time. This place has been turned upside down on its head. That Everything was trending positively in the Patriots' direction up until that last drive, and they went in prevent on fourth and ten. Then, of course, everyone saw the touchdown pass where his toe may or may not have been on the chalk. We're not really sure. Maybe that's the new tuck roll. Everything got tucked up out here tonight. And then what what were they thinking? Andy, your son is, what, 14, 15? Yeah. He plays youth football. He's in high school. Yeah. Would he ever or anyone on his team ever consider doing something as improvisationally idiotic as throwing the ball 25 yards backwards across an NFL field to a quarterback who was caught from behind on a third and 12 with Chandler Jones in play. I, I just can't even believe, like nobody could still believe. Look, there's horrible shows out here left and right. I've seen Britney Spears out here. I've seen Carrot Top. There's no worse show I've ever seen than what the Patriots did at the end of that game tonight at Allegiant Stadium. Yeah, that was, uh, and we've been talking, as you might uh, surmise, about that final Indeed. play and the, the execution and the irony we have sort of un- unfolded here because Ramondre Stevenson and Jacoby Myers may be not only your two best offensive players, but your two most trusted, accountable, hardworking, respectable offensive players. And therefore, we have deduced by simple logic that this falls on the coaching. They were either instructed to throw the ball around like idiots and put the game at risk, or were at the very least not told specifically to not, not throw the ball around like idiots and put the game at risk. Is that safe to say? Yeah, I think it's pretty safe to say that the one thing you wouldn't do with overtime in the balance with a 50-50 chance to win a game that you need to win because the Chargers won, you know, the Los, uh, Los Diego, as I like to call them, Chargers now, 8-6, and six, the seventh seed in the AFC after the Jets lose a game, the Dolphins lose a game last night. You have a chance to secure a nice playoff seed and continue braving your path towards the postseason, which at this point now doesn't mean a lick or a spit. It's all and- over. <laughs> I'm ready. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I, wow. Why I bother? It, it, it was so bad, guys. I I can't believe the Patriots are the team. Like what happened in 2018 on the Miami Miracle, which now pales in comparison. And if there's anyone who's crawled into anyone's mention or on the text line at three seven ninety three seven and said like, yeah, well, the last time the Patriots had a soul crunching loss like that in December, they won the Super Bowl. You guys can tuck it and run with it because Suck there's it. no chance this team will possibly turn around. Like, that's a season, that's a soul crusher. That's a season ender. The deflation on the faces of the Pats fans out there tonight, my God, you guys, it was awful. It was, it was like a bunch of people finding out they had just been audited on the same day their dog died. Oh, it was miserable. It was so bad. And what a stadium, too. That place is so crazy. It's Man. a giant nightclub with football. It's so awesome. But that was so awful. 
Man, Fitzy, I, you actually kind of took the words out of my mouth on that one. I was going to ask you about the mood of the Patriots fans that you're at because you could hear them, right? You could hear them when the Raiders were on offense. That's not usually a thing that you that you get with road you know, road crowds. I mean, when the home team's on the field, especially out here, you don't hear nothing, okay? But when when that happened, what was the mood from from the fellow Patriots fans that, that you were around? And I mean, look, I mean, you kind of hinted at it, but but let's hear it again. This team is seven and seven. Technically, they've got an opportunity to make the playoffs. But do you have any uh, real sure, hope? Say, Kyrie, do you, you have any real they hope that's going to happen? They have an opportunity. You can say they have an opportunity, but what is it about this team? What is it that they do that makes you feel comfortable or confident in saying? that there's a way that this team can not only brave their way into the postseason, but that they're going to be good in the postseason or that they're going to actually win a game or two, that they'll make a difference. Like, what, what, they, what they've been able to do the last couple of games is just, like, that's, that's it. Like, what happened tonight is embarrassing to the entire franchise. That, that's the butt end of a joke. Yes. Like, what the, Patri- what the Patriots did tonight is what every other team, and Andy, you and I have talked about this on the post game. You and I have talked about this on the podcast time and again, how now the, whatever the Patriots end up doing in these games that's embarrassing, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's messy, that's a mistake, like this now becomes more part of the norm than it does like yes. just something anomalous to this particular season. This season is now not an outlier. This season is now becoming a predictor of future events and for, for Jacoby Myers to not be coached up well enough to think, whatever you do, don't do what I just did, throwing a 30-yard touchdown pass to Chandler Jones to win the game, but rather to sit on the ball and live to see another day, that means someone wasn't in his head enough, you guys, yep. to tell him that that's the last thing that he shouldn't do. I, I cannot believe. Uh, it, and then just like the, the lights go off in the stadium. There's fireworks. There's a band up in the third, like, uh, in the third level of the stadium. It's like a, a whole Vegas show. You've got fans losing their mind. You've got all these Patriots. It really was, and, and, and Kyrie, to, your, to what you said a minute ago, it was about 50-50, I would say. It's entirely this past weekend, it's been a whole, like people have been saying it's been Mass Vegas, like the Massholia, if you will, takeover of Las Vegas this weekend with Patriots fans everywhere, at the Wynn, at the Mirage, uh, at the MGM, Delano, everywhere. They're all over. They dominated Las Vegas all weekend long. Yeah, not um, on the field. It, 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 literally, just all they, could, all they couldn't do was bring that energy. We had 1,000 Patriots fans last night at the Mandalay Bay at the rally getting ready. But the Patriots were not able to play with anything resembling the energy that their fans brought. It was such a bad first half, too. And, of course, what did the Raiders do? The Raiders had previously blown four leads in the second half. The only team in NFL history to have four double-digit leads in the second half blown uh, on the way to defeat. And then tonight, it looks like they're going to do their fifth. And then I even think that the the final play of the game, um, as unbelievable and infamous as it will be now, like the the top ten worst play of the – don't even bother with nine other plays on the top ten worst plays of 2022. Like, that's it. But, like (laughs) – have you guys made a bit? How much have you guys made of that final defensive stand when it was twenty four seventeen? Because whatever defense they called on fourth and ten to just whatever it was a cover two, cover three, like padding it so that they just don't give up a big play, uh, indefensible. 
Unbelievable that they gave up 15 yards on fourth and 10 with a minute and a half left. They were terrible that whole drive. They just got lucky. Darren Waller got a pass defense on a ball that would have been a big play touchdown to Devontae Adams. Uh, Mac Hollins had All a ball alone. hit him in the fing- fingertips. Then Derek Carr yep. missed Mac Hollins wide open down the yep. middle of the field. And then they finally got, actually, the most well-covered one is the one where they ended up scoring the touchdown in the corner to Cole. Mm-hmm. But before we wrap this up with you, Fitzy, and I let you get to your yeah. drinking in airport, um, I'm going to finish with a Fitzy joke. I just got a flight home. Yeah, that's all good. I'm done. I'm done for the night. There is no soul. There is no anything left, Andy. A husk of a human will be available to you tomorrow morning from 10A to 2 p.m. on the Midday Show on WEI. So but you, I'll be there. Don't you doubt. Oh, I'll be there, and I'll be ready to go, baby. So you had T-Pain at halftime and just pain after the final whistle. <laughs> that's pretty I good. I feel huh? that for Big that's One like, that's not in the bad, morning. Actually. It's actually not bad. And <laughs> I keep bad. telling Kyrie, I keep efforting these really bad dad jokes that I I'm, I'm want to do, but no matter how yeah. bad they are, They'll they can't be, be worse than the Patriots. So I'm never going to be that bad talking about the Patriots tonight because the Patriots were that much worse in all three phases. And Fitzy got to witness it firsthand. And as he just teased, tomorrow from 10 to 2, you will get an extension of the Six Rings post-game show here on WEEI or a comeback of Fitzy and Hot. Fitzy and Hot from the old days. So Fitzy, tell all your friends to screw off and have a good night. Hey, Andy, Kyrie, guys, great job holding down the Six Rings post-game show tonight. Now at least I finally know what it was like to stare into the new attraction here in Las Vegas inside the Ark of the Covenant strip at Allegiant Stadium. That was the worst, but you guys are the best. Good night, and I'm brother. dead inside. Good night, and take care. <laughs> See ya. That is Nick Fitzy Stevens, who's supposed to be the positive one on the Six Rings post-game show, but he's failing to hold up his end of the bargain after taking... Uh, the kick in the groin that the rest of Patriot Nation took, uh, many of them in the house at Allegiant Stadium for the 30-24 to 24 loss to the Las Vegas Raiders. Josh McDaniels gets the better of Bill Belichick yet again. The Raiders are still in the playoff hunt. The Patriots technically are still in the playoff <laughs> sure. hunt, but yeah. realistically are just about toasted. 617-779-7937. Six Rings postgame show. Kelly, Steve, Dan, we are continuing to take your calls to commiserate and break down the breakdown of the New England Patriots here on the Six Rings postgame show up until 10 o'clock. Breaking down the game that was. This is the Six Rings postgame show. Here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. Oh, I thought Tom Brady was coming back. Wasn't this Tom Brady's song when he was reading? It was, but we got something better. We have something better. We're going to go to the the phones now and talk to the most honest expatriate in the media today. Let's go. W-E-E-I's own Christian Fourier. Christian, was that the ugliest loss of the Belichick era? Oh, man. I would say... From beginning to end, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Mm. The crazy thing, guys, is that if it wasn't for that last play, there were still like 10 other plays <laughs> that you could sit there and say, what the hell are they thinking? Yep. I mean, right? I mean, like this, the blocked punt, yeah. the, the, the first and goal at the two. Yeah. I, I mean, it really is, at this point in time, they deserve every last bit of criticism that they that they deserve it. Every last bit, everything that people say about them, how they respond, how what they how they answer questions. It's open season. 
on them. It's open season on the Patriots and the players, really. Absolutely. And the coaches, very importantly. And that's where oh, I want to wow. go. As, yep. as the only yep. man on this phone right now that we're talking to that once shared a huddle with Tom Brady and took direction from Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels and everybody else, is it possible? What do you think transpired on the final play? Were they told to lateral the ball? Were they not told to not lateral the ball? What could have possibly led to that debacle? Okay, this was all improv, and this was all, like, uh, spur of the moment. When you have a call like this, if it's, if, uh, if it's, if it's called, hey, uh, like I say, if you're, usually a play like this is called when you're down three. Yes. And you can't make it, so you start laddling like crazy. Like, the fact that it was done when the score was tied and you knew you were going into overtime yes. leads me to believe that all these guys acted alone. <gasps> they all acted alone. It started with Stevenson, stupid decision, made even worse by Jacoby Myers, yeah. like tenfold worse than Jacoby Myers. Um, no, nobody tells you that it's kind of understood. You know, we don't, we're not, since when are we freelancing? Since when are we taking matters into our own hands? Because we, the players, think we know better. That's the underlining, like, you know, massive issue that is brewing underneath, you know, Gillette Stadium right now. It's like, since when do you say, you know, like, I know what I'll do. We've never practiced this. And God forbid, Bill would never tell us to do this. I'm going to do it anyways. Right? So Stevenson does it. And then Jacoby Myers naturally reacts and says, well, I guess this is what we're doing. I'm going to do it also. I'm about to be tackled. I know. I'll throw it 30 yards behind me to Matt Jones, who's standing there alone. Like, it's, it's almost incomprehensible, to be honest with you. Yes, that's how I would say it. And you know what? You brought up the fact that it was a tied game. It just feels like a loser mentality to me. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Let's panic and, and, and act like we're desperate. And, and I think that part really, really gets me. We haven't talked as much about Mac Jones mm. as, as I thought we would. But I, I want to ask you about this because I feel like I've tried to have perspective on what Mac Jones is working with from an offensive coaching standpoint, from what's going on around him. And I haven't been on this idea that, oh, yeah, he's terrible. You just got to get rid of him. But he just wasn't very good today, even with all of the things that were happening around him that were bad. And also more frustration. How big of a problem is this performance by Mac Jones? Where you only, what, 112 yards? Yes, 112 yards. How big of a problem is this performance in your eyes? And is there any possibility that they really are breaking this kid? Um, well, I would say... Uh, he was not good, okay? But, again, we can get into the weeds with that. Crappy route. It was you, a crappy what route. What are you doing? You're a professional. <laughs> no, 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 I said sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm so hyped up right now. I'm so sorry. Dump that. We so did. the throw to Johnny Smith, goal line. Crappy route, crappy throw. He threw the ball out of bounds. He's not even close. Yeah, it's like three um, yards out of bounds. Yeah, there was a couple other plays where he – Threw it too high, and he, he was like expecting Kobe Myers to make this circus catch, yep. throwing some balls out of bounds on go routes, uh, throwing balls behind, uh, you know, uh, Nelson Aguilar, even when he was open. And I tell you what, guys, oh my God, I gotta I gotta write all these things down. The most stunning thing, startling thing to me, was that at the end of the game, okay, the ball was on what the. 45-yard line, the uh, the, uh, the Patriots' 45-yard line. 
Why not throw a Hail Mary pass? Well, Bill says he can't. We can't make it that far. We can't throw it that far. Yeah. That's that's technically a 55 yard pass if he throws it at the line of scrimmage. If he's five yards back, it turns into a 60 yard throw. I have a bum shoulder. I I can tell you I can make it at least 45 yards. Oh really? I can I can make it 45 yards at least. I may throw it out. This guy's in the NFL. I so I don't believe him. I don't believe Bill. I don't believe that Mac. The reason they did that is because they didn't think Mac could throw. What a diss to Mac! You're basically telling the entire NFL that uh, that Rex Ryan was right. Your quarterback has a noodle arm. He can't throw a 55 yards. Yeah, it was. It was That's at the, the way 40, I took it. It was at the 45 yard line, like you said. So that is a 55 yard throw if he does it at the line of scrimmage. And probably at worst a sixty-yard throw, which is apparently what Work. they were working on all off-season with Tom House. Yeah, where Tom House was telling us, "Oh yeah, he can uncork, uh, you know, several sixty-yard throws if need be in a game." Mac Laguini Arm Jones is his new nickname. Christian, before we let you go, I have one last question. It's similar to Kyrie's question, but it's for the team as a whole because I saw some. I think you just used the word alarming. Just some alarming plays out there. You know, certainly the Adrian Phillips touchdown where he got killed by Waller and then McCourty is coming to the sideline yelling, and I don't even know what was going on there. We still have Mac yelling. Is this team broken? They have that's a tough loss in kicking the nuts in Vegas. They have three games where they are not the better team. They're inferior. They're expected to lose. Do you think they'll even put up a fight, or does this team have a chance to lose out? See, I think you're you hit on it. So, like, they're saying all the right things. Like, we can't let this divide us. We can't split it. We got to stick together. The problem is, is that when you get into these, you know, critical situations and you're dealing with adversity in real time, suddenly it becomes reestablished that you can't overcome it. That you are going to do something stupid. That you are going to jump off sides. That you are going to, you know, call the play wrong. Yep. Like, all that stuff gets reestablish and it gets you know and it gets it's it's stuck in your brain and i don't i think that is hard to overcome it's like they've sunk so low like i just don't know like if everything doesn't go perfect i think they fold and i I just think they do and it's really mad pretty sad that uh that's what we're dealing with which i would think was a pretty proud team with a lot of significant established uh experienced leadership where it's too late. This is what teams that, that lose like this, it's almost like a self-deprecating mentality. You know, it's like, oh, no, here we go again. Like, oh, no, we're going to do something stupid. And they almost, like, will it into existence. Like, that's a real phenomenon. It happens all the time. And then once you once it starts, good luck stopping, stopping it. It just, you can't. It's a freight train. Well, you can't slow it down. You, you know where that's been happening most of the year is is in Las Vegas with the Raiders, and they were Actually, yeah. they, they were thinking it was happening again because you had the Duggar pick six, which brought you back, injected life into your team, and made them start to question themselves. You came back, you took the lead, and then they they are even they tie it, but they're like struggling to do so. They're throwing missing wide open receivers. You got Waller batting a ball down that could have landed in Devontae. Like you kicked one away against a team that is the one that usually kicks the game away. Historically, four of them, double-digit leads, second half. They lost for the, the the first time in NFL history. So that's why I wonder, is this almost like the bottoming out and the resignation week where we stink? As you just said in your Eeyore voice, 
Oh, no, we stink. Oh, here it goes again. <laughs> right. I'm telling you, it is a, it's a real thing. We'll be doing it all day tomorrow because it, it's like you just know that it's going to go bad. You know, it's just, oh, Matt's not going to get to play in on time. <laughs> Nobody likes us. Right? There's like 100 examples of that. And just real quick, and then I'll jump off. Okay. The Waller the touchdown bridge? was really kind of interesting to me because you see Waller talking to Carr almost saying, this chump thinks he can guard me and there's no safety help. Yep. There's, there's, uh, the, McCourty was so out of the middle of the field. Yep. A guy like that, that has such so much success beating bump coverage against a guy that is smaller and slower than him, really is the, the whole scheme and philosophy was flawed from the beginning. Like, how does that even happen? They're just waiting for that opportunity, just like Duggar was waiting for the opportunity by studying film to jump the route and get a touchdown off of it. It's just, I don't know. It's just, I'm not going to sleep tonight. I can't sleep. Well, take an ambient. I'm, I'm sure you'll fall asleep. Have a little alcohol. Take yeah, some drugs. Do, do what you need to do. You swore on the radio. You helped us out for a little bit, I so know. I appreciate it. You brought the energy yeah. that we always expect from Christian Fourier, and you opened up the, we hadn't done a lot, spent a lot of time uh, criticizing the defensive coaching. Indeed. So now that we let you go, we will break down why Darren Waller was one-on-one with Adrian Phillips to score an early touchdown that helped to lead to the Patriots' loss. But Christian Fourier, we oh, appreciate or, 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 or Marcus Jones being, uh, being, being taken advantage of and them not doing anything on the last series. That's the other one, and that's it. Okay. Make sure you write all these down on your legal pad because yes. you've got a long show tomorrow and you can get through all of them before you talk to Mac Jones, right? That ought to be a lot of fun. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> can't wait. All, all right, boys. See, see you, ya. Christian. Appreciate Thank you. you, man. Don't have a you-know-what night. Have a good night. I still can't believe he swore as a professional that he is on the air, but everybody is emotional. Everybody is worked up. That's the one thing we can say for the last two and a half hours That's here. how you know it's real radio, man. It's passion, baby. It's yes. passion on the Six Rings post-game show. Patriots 30-24 to loss in Las Vegas. We are going to go back to the phones when we get back from a break. So, Steve, hang on the line because I've been looking at your subject line before all the other calls, and it says stay positive. And for the final segment Don't of the night, worry. we are going to indeed stay positive, Be courtesy of it. Steve, or maybe me. I also will offer up a positive take on tonight's game. 617-779-7937, okay. the Six Rings post-game shoe show and shoe plows on to the 10 o'clock hour. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original. Now, back to the Six Rings postgame show on W-E-E-I. Yes, well done. Thank you so much for catching that. Back here for... That was a layup. Makes my job easy. Yes. Back here for the final positive segment of the Six Rings postgame show. We've spent the last two-plus hours breaking down the breakdown of the New England Patriots in a 30-24 to loss in Las Vegas to the Raiders, fall to 7-on-7. Seven seven. And technically, they're still in the playoff picture, but realistically, uh, no, the don't, road be, is a No, tough be one. happy. Don't be worry. happy. That's right. You've got three yeah. more games to play. You win them all. Be you happy. will be 10-7, and seven, and I think you'll be in the postseason. Steve in Centerville has been holding on for a long time, and he is going to lead the positive final segment here of the Six Rings postgame show. Appreciate appreciate taking my call. I mean, this is not a good team. And <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. And, 
positivity, so fact, Steve. So, but that's where we need to be positive. This is a seven and seven team. We've been so lucky because now the band-aid's been ripped off and we actually see what's underneath by what occurred in this game. The fact that we're seven and seven is that's the miracle. The Hanukkah miracle was not that touchdown. It's that this team, with what we're seeing, is actually 7-7. Seven and seven. And let's be clear, anything can happen on any given Sunday. <laughs> the Pats are going to give Cincinnati a good game on this weekend. I actually think, you know, I'm, I'm in with the money. I'm going to see what the spread is. But I like the idea of them, you know, at least covering the spread against Cincy. And, you know, why not against Miami? Why not playoffs at 9-8? and eight? Yes, deeply dysfunctional team. Another point to be positive about, there can be no question that this coaching staff is completely over its head. So many things that happened today. That's positive. It's, if it wasn't out in the open, everybody sees it now. Thanks for, thanks for listening to me. All right, thanks for the call, Steve, and thanks for the attempt. At, at... On the first night of Hanukkah, it's a miracle in Las Vegas! Appreciate the positivity or I your didn't... attempt at pa. I'm not sure you have a, a future yeah, in motivational speaking. No, I'm not sure I'm like ready to run through a brick wall for the Patriots right now. Uh, so the miracle is that they're 7-7. Seven and seven. Now, I will say there was a narrative this week where people were talking about they were rooting for Mac Jones and Matt Patricia in the offense to continue to struggle and maybe get worse down the stretch so that there could be no bring back Matt. Oh, they actually found themselves over the last four or five weeks. You know, it took Matt a little while, but he's figured it out late in the year. Mac and Matt would be back and that Robert Kraft might allow that. I think that is one aspect of this. Now, I thought all along Patricia was done, would be reassigned within the organization at some point this offseason. They will have a new play caller and offensive leader next year. But the way this is going, as you said, 13 of 31 for 112 yards in, in Las Vegas against a bad defense. That's not a good defense. Right. And, and these performances, there is no explanation in my mind where Robert Kraft goes, so Bill, what's the plan with the offensive coaching staff? And Bill responds with, what do you mean? We got Matt and we got Joe. No. And that Robert can accept that. If that's the, if that's the response, then we're going to have a problem and maybe force changes on the coaching staff and who knows where that goes. Let me give you my attempt at, at Let's positivity. Go. Let's go. It can't get worse than that performance in, in Vegas. This was one of those juice cleanses, and the system is clean, baby. All three phases got it out of their system. They sucked. They bottomed out. There's no place to go but up against the Bengals on Saturday. Gillette Stadium, who, by the way, Cincinnati favored by four. Cincinnati minus four, Gillette. I think I could take that bit of optimism right there in terms of just what could happen against the Cincinnati Bengals? I don't know that they're necessarily going to get absolutely throttled. Um, I do think that uh, if the Buffalo Bills decide that they want to actually play that Week 18 game seriously, then yes, this really could get a whole lot worse. Oh yeah, and I and I, and I, I think it will. I, I'll say this: when when it comes to the offensive corner thing, obviously we've probably each been asked this a bunch of times. Would the Patriots possibly just run it back? And I feel like the the question that I'm kicking around in my mind is. Under what circumstances do you think this offense could improve enough to, to make that viable? This, there was nothing about this offense that's going to be fixed. They, they have been making the same mistakes. They have had the same production, the same level of output for weeks now. This is what they are. There is no getting noticeably better from this. It's not going to happen. So this final 
positive segment of the Six Rings Post Game Show here in our Best Yet Brand Studios is brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zudi. That's Z-U-D-Y dot com for your free trial. And we need to get to, and this is a tough one, we need to get to the Patriots Player of the Game. The Patriots Player of the Game is brought to you by Cars for Kids, the easy way to donate your car. Donate today and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com or 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. I wonder if you could have a football team picked up. Just have a whole team picked up. Say, I want to get rid of this team and call Cars for Kids and get a tax rebate. Uh, anyway, the Patriots Player of the Game can I say Ramondre Stevenson? That's what I was going to say. Are there? I think it's either Ramondre Stevenson or Kyle Duggar. That's it. That's Kyle Duggar you, for the it. pick six that jump-started the comeback that fell flat in the end. And Ramondre Stevenson had a great night running the football. He did not start the game. It looked like he maybe was going to be limited a little bit, and then there was no limitations in his production. He ran the ball 19 times for 172 yards, including a 34-yard touchdown, 9.1-yard average, right up until the final fateful play, the draw play with three seconds left that turned into the lateral play that turned into Fitzy and the rest of Patriot Nation's biggest nightmare. But Cars for Kids, they're our sponsor. They need a player of the game, and they get Ramondre Stevenson, although I am a little bit concerned that Christian Fourier brought up the idea that this was schoolyard instincts, going rogue, um, I still don't think that should have been allowed to happen. That should have been no. prevented by the coaches. Of, of course not. I mean, and, and the more I watch it, it seems very clear that Jacoby Myers was not expecting a lateral. Nobody was expecting a lateral because Jacoby Myers was blocking seconds before that happens. Right. And he's just kind of trailing the play, sort of jogging because the play is now in front of him. And then all of a sudden, Ramondre just tosses the ball back and he, he just instinctively catches it and, I, and panics and freaks out. So no, that, why didn't he instinctively just go down? Or at least just run forward, and when you're tackled, you're down. Because panic, as we talked about. Panic sets in, and you revert to what, whatever your... Lack yes. of training. Yes, lack, lack, of, lack training of training instead of your training. And, and it, it brings me back to this thing that I've been kicking around with you off-air a couple of times here. There's that line in Remember the Titans when you know, they're, at, you know, they're, they're, at, they're at camp, right? They're at Gettysburg, and they're over there trying to bond as a team. And Gary Bertier and Julius Campbell over there, you know, taking shots at each other. And, you know, dude's like, I'm just going to get mine. Like, no, no one on this team is playing. No one's playing for each other. You know, th- what is this? Like, I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. And he's like, that's the worst attitude I've ever heard. That's coming from Gary Bertier. And, and it, Campbell hesitates for a minute and says, attitude reflects leadership, Captain. And everything about the lack of preparation, the lack of fight early in the game, because that's another thing that, that hasn't get, gotten talked about. Two weeks in a row, they have come out ridiculously flat in the first half. And that's where you've seen a lot of Mac Jones histrionics and flailing. And you've heard him talk about it. This need, I got to fire up my team. Because apparently no one else is going to do it unless Mac Jones is going to be, you know, f- right. freaking out and having He's a conniption. And, and so you're looking at that and then the lack of situational football. The fact that, as you've mentioned, you have a bunch of people just apparently thinking that, that, that it's all over, that doom and gloom is inevitable. That is on your coaching staff. That is on your leadership. Bill Belichick did not have to have it this way. He did not have to do this. But, but blame him. Blame Because this is his creation. Him. His creation is 7-7. Seven and seven. His creation has three games to go where they will all be underdogs. They could uh, lose all three. This team feels like a broken football team, as Christian Fourier stated. And Bill Belichick will answer 
Mm. He'll be asked questions. He will be asked. Tomorrow morning, according to PR department from the Patriots, around 745 on the Greg Hill Show. We'll see if he expands on any of the mistakes that were made on certain plays. This has been the Six Rings postgame show. Patriots 30-24 to loss in Las Vegas in just debilitating fashion. For Kyrie Thompson, I'm Andy Hart. Appreciate, appreciate you, Justin Turpin, behind the glass back there, even though you bullied Ramondre Stevenson and Jacoby Myers just a little bit. All week, we'll be here on WEEI, the Fitzy and Hart program. Tomorrow, 10 to 2, we'll get it going, talking about a terrible loss for the Patriots and a terrible end to the season. Six Rings postgame, out. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.